So I went to this party and I met this guy. He was a proper nice guy. Really lovely, in fact. Tall, dark, handsome. So ridiculously handsome, like somebody had moulded him out of gold. Anyway, you get the idea. We talked, we laughed, we drank. I don't remember how the night ended. But I woke up in his room with my clothes all over the floor, so it wasn't hard to guess. I kept throwing up, which had been happening a lot. And I was late. Not just a few days late, but nearly three weeks. Most pregnancy tests only take a few minutes. But that one only takes 30 seconds. They were the longest 30 seconds of my life. Four. Three. Two. One. Shit. Hi. Can you come over? Are you okay? No. What's happened? I can't tell you over the phone. Can you please just come over for five minutes? I'm really tired, Mel. Please, Gracie. All right. There are a thousand ways I could have told her. I took the blunt approach. I said it fast, like I was ripping off a plaster. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Who's the guy? I don't remember. (laughs) How could you not remember? I was drunk when I met him and hung over as hell when I left him. I didn't think I'd ever see him again. Are you, you know... Keeping it? No. No? I don't know, Grace. I'm scared. Well, what have your parents said? I haven't told them. They'd kill me. Well, I suppose if you're not keeping it, then you don't really have to tell them. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was brought up in the care system after my birth parents died in a car accident when I was two. So stability isn't something I'm very used to. I got fostered when I was 11, and I've always wanted to be a mum. But not at 24. I still feel like a teenager. How can I bring up a child? How can I bring up a child alone? I locked myself away in my flat. I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't answer my phone. I called in sick to work. I sat on my bed and thought... All I could do was think. I wrote down all the pros and cons of keeping it. I couldn't keep it. It would be cruel to bring it into my dysfunctional world. And I knew I wouldn't have the heart to keep it and have it grow up in the care system like I did. I made an appointment. Hello? Hi. I need to book an appointment for an abortion. All right, sweetheart. Let me see what days we have available. We can book you in on April 16th. Can't you do any sooner? I'm afraid not. Okay, then. Have I done the right thing? What if I was just meant to be a young mum, and now I've messed everything up? What if I live to regret it? What if the guilt of it all kills me? Hey, how are you doing? I'm nervous. Do you want me to come with you? You do that. What you're about to do is going to be shit, Mel. If you need me, I'm there. 
Thank you. It didn't hurt. It happened quick. All I had to do was take a pill and it was done. No more pregnancy. It didn't make the fear go away. I knew eventually my parents would find out. You have to tell them. I don't know what would anger them more. Me being pregnant or me getting rid of it. My parents are religious and very pro-life. Knowing their daughter had gone behind their back and had an abortion would hurt them more than anything. I hadn't really thought about that before. I went to the shops a few days after my appointment and I saw him buying cigarettes. I'm not sure what made me remember him, but it was him. He was there, standing four metres away from me. I completely froze. I wanted to go and talk to him, but I didn't think he'd remember me. I left the shop before I started to cry. It's now been nearly five weeks since the abortion, and I'm still sat in my room alone. I think about the baby every day, but apparently that's normal. I told my parents, and they cried and shouted, but they loved me. And they knew how hard making a decision like that alone must have been for me. So in the end they hugged me. And they call me every day now. To make sure I'm okay. It's sort of annoying. But I know they mean well. I'm going to another party this weekend. The first time I've been out since... I'm not going to drink. I don't want to make any more mistakes. I'm still young. I know this won't define my life, but it will change it. How could it not? That's my story. Hey Mel, it's me. Um, you know that guy I've been seeing? Well, um, it turns out he knows you. You've slept together. About five weeks ago. I don't... I don't know what I'm supposed to do, so just... Just call me, yeah? Fuck. Utterly Hopeless, Episode 3. Melody. The voice of Melody was Fern Evans. The voice of Grace was Lorna Panton. The voice of woman was Zoel Rose. The music was composed by Maddie Irvine. It was written, directed, and edited by Luna Rose and is a Loud Voices Silent Streets production.